Welcome back, everybody, to the J-Side Podcast. I'm Jesse. And I'm Jason. And today we have a very special guest on the show. Allie, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah. Hey, guys. Uh, my name's Allie. I am a junior at the University of Illinois studying graphic design and advertising. I'm Jesse's best friend. And... Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think we all like to think that. I thought I was his best friend. <laughs> Well, he usually calls me and says I'm his best friend, so it's usually... No prep. Does he say usually. that to you? Yeah. <laughs> usually, yeah, sure, sure. But yeah, I'm um, So, Ellie, how did we meet? Jesse and I met for the first time in our psychology class, our honors psychology class, might I add. We're very smart people. Um, honors, shit. <laughs> at the Yeah, at the Yo. College of Lake County, and it was our first semester, and Jesse and I were in a group. And we got assigned something, obviously. And basically what happened was I carried the group and we never talked after that because I was so <laughs> mad at him. I was like, like, I'm in a group with two guys. I'm the only girl. And of course I carry the group. And like, I think I remember it was like the night before it was due and I was like texting them. I was like, okay, guys, like we'll get this done this time. And he didn't do it. So I did all the work for him. You're welcome. But then later, the next year, we had a class together drawing, and he sat right next to me, and then he invited me to art club, and the rest is oh. history. Yeah, so what he happened- He definitely was better at drawing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, have you seen my drawings? I've just seen Jesse's drawings. <laughs> wow. Well, just roasted you, Allie, just like damn, that. Damn, yeah, I um, know, wow. But yeah, uh, first off, I want to talk about how much bullshit- honors classes were at college of lake county like was it just like easy peasy you got extra like nothing was that much harder so there was there's a lot good about it like if you took an honors class you'd get like four hundred dollars back towards uh like from your tuition what but everybody in that class was part of like the scholars program so they would be doing a bunch of other initiatives with the school they'd be in all honors classes and they wouldn't pay a dime for anything all all of their schooling was completely Mm -hmm. free and I was wow. like, if I'm not in the scholars program, why the hell am I taking these honors classes? I'll just take a normal class and I'll have more time to do the shit I want to do. Well, I think some um, of the but, honors classes so, like didn't require that much work, though. Like, I don't know. I didn't think that psychology class was too bad. I mean, especially for you, because I was doing all the work. But <laughs> All right, Allie. <laughs> was I'm this still the mad. psychology class that you mentioned, Jesse, that uh, you still talked to the professor? You were close to the professor? That you, that you Dr. Lolly? I haven't talked to her lately, but yeah, I like I was comfortable like talking to her if I saw her in the halls. I feel like at College of Lake County, I was really just comfortable with a lot of the professors. Like I just like waved to them in the halls, and uh, with student government, we worked with uh, like different faculty members. Whether we were uh, doing like different constituencies, or if we were on, I was on like the alumni success board, so I would like sit with a bunch of faculty. So. I miss being able to say hi to teachers. Like, I remember, like, there was, mm-hmm. like, the first, 
Like, my first, like, two semesters at Oshkosh, like, I got close with some teachers, and I would see them around campus and say hi, and we'd have quick conversations. And then the first week of classes, when COVID semester started, and we had to wear masks, like, I saw one teacher that, like, I was really close with, and, like, I would usually say hi to her, but I just wasn't comfortable saying hi to her with my mask on for some reason. I don't know why. Like, like I saw her, I don't know if she saw me, but for some reason, I just could not conjure up the pride to say hi with a mask on. It was so weird. <laughs> and I still do it. Like, I just don't say hi to people with a mask on for some reason. Yeah. You don't think it's, like, how Mas- it has to do with, like, the fact that, you know, we're in COVID and we're not really, I don't know about you, but, like, not really getting out as much or socializing. And you're just not as... Yeah, I'm definitely not, definitely not socializing as much. Not so much because, like, I'm just, like like super against it it's just like i don't want to for like like yeah like quarantining reasons and just like being busy but like also it's not like i'm like afraid to approach them with a mask but also like sometimes you're worried that someone might be like really careful and you don't want to get too close to them because they might not want you too close to them yeah right yeah Yeah. and that's everyone has a different view on it or like they have different um parameters for themselves so you don't want to impeach anyone Mm mm-hmm um, yeah, I feel like before COVID, you could just go up to like anybody and a lot of people are just open to have a conversation with you. But I feel like right now it's just such a gamble because you don't know how people are going to react. Yeah. So I'm excited for things to go back to the way they were. Yeah, me yes. too. But definitely. anyway, Jason, before it gets too late in the episode, do you have a movie recommendation for us? How are you just going to throw that on me right away? <laughs> I mean, I could tell you two movies not to watch right off the bat. Let's hear it. Uh, a few weeks ago, I watched the new Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman 84. Oh, mm-hmm. God awful. I hated every second of it. And what? not not even just for like, most people like hate on like the woman movies. I fucking love them. I'm all about them. They're great. But this plot was genuinely just God awful. I hated Every connection they make from one scene to the next and every plot line from character development to, like, the overall, like, villain, like, it's just terrible. Like, it's literally, what's her name? The SNL actress, Kristen, oh, whatever her last name is, she's the villain. And it's, like, terrible casting. And then there was another villain that wasn't that great either. And then I just watched uh, The Devil all the time with Tom Holland and Robert Panson. Robert Panson killed the role, but the overall, the movie sucked. Like, just terrible also that was on netflix god i hate that i just had to do two movies not to watch just because you just did that to me so fast <laughs> I'm sorry, but man. in the time that i was able to give those bad movie reviews i can give you a good one on the movie brain on fire with uh chloe grace marie it's like a mental illness type movie um it's really sad like this girl's in like journalism and um she just has really bad i forget if they were seizures or strokes um it's it, it's definitely a, a a take or a message on like overload and mental illness for people in their like twenties and whatnot, like to like take care of themselves. And I think it's worth watching. It's on Netflix. It's only an hour and a half long. Good movie. Very cool, very cool. Um one thing that I wanted to jump into because the other day we had a conversation, a pretty lengthy conversation conversation about LinkedIn and all of the different possibilities and avenues that that opens up. Um, I just recently found out about a new platform, not as much for like social networking and like talking to recruiters, but more of a job platform. Have you guys ever used Google Jobs? Yeah. 
It's brilliant. Every job listing out there is like on Google Jobs. Wait, You're like surprised just... that Google. I'm <laughs> so amazed. You're like, dude, Google did this thing where it's like efficient. <laughs> it's like, how did that happen? Wait, do you it's just wild. search it? We've got everything on into there. Into Google, like you just go into Google. And you you just search like Google yeah. Jobs, and then it'll just list all jobs, and you just search a position you're interested in, and it gives you like a thousand results. It's incredible. Yeah. So I just want to give a shout out to Google Jobs. Yeah, yeah. Google needed our advertising, that's for sure. <laughs> you're welcome, Google. Um, but do you think it's, better, it's, it's more efficient than LinkedIn for overall job uh, hunting? But I think LinkedIn has so many more aspects in the networking world that are much more worth it. Yeah. Like, Spend most of your time on LinkedIn. If you have everything ready and you've already made your connections on LinkedIn and you're just looking for more listings... Google Jobs would yeah. be the way to go. Overall, networking on LinkedIn, I think, is superior. Yeah, definitely. Um, now, as we are all college students starting to make our way onto our next chapter, one thing is we have mainly been paid on like hourly wages, right? Again, like $8 an hour, $10, $12, whatever it is, we were working at such a mini school scale. Now, when you graduate, a lot of times you're moving to a salaried position. Do you guys have any experience when applying for places, um, giving a feedback on um, how to gauge the salary you want? Maybe if it's the location, maybe it's what you're going to be doing. Do you guys have any tips on that for the listeners? I think it's a weird connection because, well, when I when I mean connection, I mean like you're still going to like think of it as hourly like if someone offers you like at least this has happened to me like when i look at salary based positions and it's like 40k or 50k or whatever it is i did the math and i like figured out what that was hourly and it's like oh that's really good hourly but i should stop doing that and i should gauge it as like my overall like like what my job is and like how much they're asking me to work or like what or where i'm working and whatnot but it's Mm -hmm. like i'm still young enough and like in the hourly world that i still think of it as hourly but um, I say for anyone that is first looking at salaries is try to look at what the like average salary is or what the mode and median salaries are in your field or like that specific position and try to pick it based off those based on, you know, what your experiences, what your experiences are that follow that field. Yeah. Glassdoor is a lot of um, like open salary information. So let's say you're going to be like a data, data analyst at Google you could just search data analyst Google like annual salary, and a lot of times they'll just pull up like all the results yeah. for that. Mm-hmm. So, Ellie, have you looked at Ellie, any you... jobs already uh, in your field, or if you know any of the job titles or salaries based in it? Yeah, I mean, so right now I am just looking for internships, so it is like still hourly. But um, one of my friends is applying right now. She's a communications major, so she's had a few interviews, and um, I think that. You know, she we were kind of talking about the salary question like the other day. Like, what do you say? Like, when um, you're getting interviewed and they ask you like, what kind of what salary are you expecting? Whatever. Um, but yeah, definitely like looking it up. But I always think that you should say over like what the minimum is. You know, you should ask for more than yeah. Right. I mean, if you're asking for less, you just seem like you're not worth it. Then it's like, well, why even just like that base, that baseline like salary. Like, I mean, like shoot for more. You know, yeah. who knows? And they what might negotiate, say, right? and then they yeah. go down. So, like, yeah, why would you start yourself lower? That makes sense. 
yeah. yeah. If it's like an anime or position at Disney that's going between 60 and 120, we're not saying ask for 120,000 because if you're like right out of college, you're looking for an entry level position, the people making 120 are probably going to be leads or seniors, but maybe ask for 75. I you know? absolutely hate in job interviews. It's only happened to me like twice, but I'm expecting it to happen once you're like more into career based positions or like, you know, after college was when they're like, oh, um, what do you expect to get paid or what did you get paid at your last job? Or like they ask you like uh, just different based salary questions. And it's like, mm-hmm. I wish you would just tell me what you're willing to pay me and yeah. I can maybe I can negotiate from there if I need to. But like, I know when I worked at Target, it was super formal. Like in my interview, um, you get you in a little tiny interview room with one other person and they like write it down on a piece of paper and they have to like slide it over the table to you. It's so like formal. It's weird. And it's just a target, like, I was basically, like, guest service or cashier. And they slide it over <laughs> the table to you. And you're like, what is this? Like, is this, like, a weird, like, like street-side deal? And it just says, twelve fifty an hour. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, so stupid, though. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And there was a time, because I worked at Code Ninjas for a little bit. Um, but I got there right when they were... Um, opening up is like the first one all of illinois to open up so they offered me like 13 right off the bat and you know i was working um not too i was going like there for like 20 30 hours a week at the start uh, this is like summer camps and buzz at college lake county so i was like whatever like money's money i'm 13 dollars is great i was happy with it um but then like three months in I found out like all the new hires are getting like $8, $9 an hour because they were just trying to get people in through the door and they would give them more once they'd like finish all the training. Mm. But like they would know all the training and I'd still be getting more than them. And Wait, so why like, did you get it? To be you. you had a base at 13 right away though? Mm-hmm. But just because yeah. you were one of the they... original hires? Oh, yeah. okay. And then so they got more like people and they started them out it. lower. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I was happy about it. Yeah. It's weird how like, I know it's kind of similar at Nike right now. Like everyone that's part time um, is at my salary, and then there's like these two ladies. They're sisters. They've worked there for like twenty years, but they do the same exact job that I do. But just because they've been there so long, they got raises like here and there. But they literally do exactly what I do. Like I do it just as well as they do, and I work just as hard as they do. I come in the same time they do, but they get so much more money. Like, they, they probably get, like, a whole $8 more an hour than I do, or, like, 7 or whatever, mm-hmm. just because they've been there so long when they're doing the mm-hmm. same exact yeah. job. And that's definitely that's a crazy. thing at bigger companies. Like, I bet Target did the same thing. Yeah. Wait, you said they, um, like, have been working for, like, 20 years. They only have, like, an $8 raise. Yeah, probably. They work, <laughs> yeah. But they're, they're literally <laughs> sisters, and, like, they, like, they don't run shit there because they're not managers, but they definitely, like... They have their say yeah. in, like, what goes on, and they've been there for a long mm-hmm. time. Like, I think <laughs> since the store opened here. Like, the like the store opened, Jesus. and they signed up, and they yeah. have not left since. <laughs> um, one thing that... Um, earlier today, I was... I'm very interested in traveling, right? So I'm looking at positions in different countries, whether it's, like, Montreal... Uh, Bur- or um, Melbourne, like Australia, or today I applied for a job in Seoul. But 
once it's in a different country, you have to calculate all of the different costs of living. You need to see what they're paying them in those countries. And there's a lot more things that go into it because for um, like South Korea, you're not going to be able to live if you're not on an eight figure salary. Like I think I was asking for like $70 million for like an annual salary. Wait, where That's is this in just... Korea? Yeah. Well, they have a different currency. One. Yeah. But like doing everything. Yeah, the it's... math is weird. You're like, I'm getting seventy yeah. million, but then really it translates <laughs> to like for like thirty k a year. You're like, shit, I moved so. to Korea for nothing. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's really interesting. But see, I'm just trying to. Get that's why you should play it safe with me, Jesse, and we can move somewhere in America. <laughs> but here's and the thing, Jason, dollars, right? Not yen. <laughs> When are you graduating? Bro, next semester. End of this year. You can't wait till the end of 2021. What am I going to do for six months? Move in you with me. me live in my. They can sleep in my bed. I don't care. Uh, I'm okay. Thanks, man. <laughs> I do appreciate it, though. That's okay, very generous of you. Bed. Okay. Yeah. All right. I just want... <laughs> I've been... Me, me and Jason have been looking at apartments all over the place, Hell right? Yeah. And he keeps on putting two bedroom listings. I'm like, Jason, we don't need two beds. Like, like, we could just share a bed, man. You see how much cheaper it is? And oh now he's on the God. pod. He's like, you can just sleep in my bed. Well, well, yeah. here's the idea. We get a two bedroom apartment, and the second bedroom is for the podcast room. And then when, like, if a guest wants okay. to come, if Allie wants to come back on the show, she can sleep in our bed, and we'll go on the couch <laughs> together. Okay. All right. All right. That's fair. That works. Um, so, anyway, yeah, it was on St. Patrick's Day. We went for a 10k run. It was cold. It was like really, really mm-hmm. cold. Yeah. Where was um, it? Maybe th- it was in Deer Park, like all around Deer <laughs> really? Park. We're just like running around there. Yeah, it was like nine in the morning, maybe eight in the morning. They shut down like everything. I, was say, I can't leave Deer Park. Like, you, I don't know. That's just weird that they would do it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, but Ali, do you care to tell any tell any stories, or do you want to talk about like the training pop process, how you overcame all the running that you had to do? Yeah, well, I guess I just wanted to clarify that uh, you got into running because of me, and I just wanted to go on sure. and tell everybody sure. that. And basically, what that, happened yeah. was I think we were just talking about it, and I said, "Oh yeah, what my goal is to run a half marathon," which, well, yeah. And so um, you were like, oh, yeah, let's do it together. So we started training. But I followed this training plan. trying to think. So usually it's like three days of cardio. Did did you do it with me, Jesse? That training program? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's Mm -hmm. right. Wasn't it like three days of cardio? And then there was like a long run, which was like on the weekend. And then there was also like Yeah, it's a long run every Saturday. And then there was, like, different forms of cardio, like, on the other days, like, you could do, um, I think you could do strength training, couldn't you? You could do, like, um, biking, you could do swimming. Um, so, I mean, it was, it was a lot, but I think that was, like, it was a nice, um, plan. I feel like we stuck with it for, like, six weeks, or, like, six weeks in. Yeah. And, um... That was when our 10K was, and then after that, we kind of fell off the wagon, (laughs) and then Mm -hmm. we didn't end up doing that half marathon, but um, (laughs) I would say, you know, I guess training is such, it's like really such a mindset thing, Um, 
I think it was like usually after two weeks is when you get into running um, and you kind of get like that runner's high. I, at least like that's how I feel. Um, and I don't know. I think it's really just like the afterwards that kind of like ki- like keeps you going. Um, like the way that you feel after you run. Um, I think it's just like really, I don't know, I would say like empowering and um, just working for that goal but no yeah no yeah. runner's high definitely was a thing that i didn't ever know of until i started running like like there's probably like points in my runs where i just realize i'm like shit i could keep going forever but like i have some other days mm-hmm. where i'm running and i'm just like dreading it i'm like i can't wait mm-hmm. to just be done but like some i don't know what it is that sometimes i hit runner's high and sometimes i don't but another thing is like when you said and I, this reminds me of the 75 hard challenge i mentioned last week but whenever you do like you stick to a regiment like that like you said like after the marathon or 10k you kind of stopped it didn't stick to you but mm-hmm. i feel like if you're training for something like an iron man that's like like that's a whole another step right jesse you've mentioned doing an iron man like there's mm-hmm. a lot more that's going to go into that i feel like once you finish that iron man like you kind of just stick to it because it's so like mentally challenging and physically obviously it's engraved in your head so you keep going and it was the same thing with the 75 hard challenge but yeah. i think there's Jason, a difference in the 10k and iron man like if the 10k is just something that you do on the side you're not gonna continue the regimen that you were always doing unless you pick a new thing like the half marathon which you did and then you move on to triathlon iron man whatever mm-hmm. jason you mentioned runner's high can you give us um can- how can you uh, compare a runner's high versus running high? Oh, well, I just realized I haven't ever thought about them both together. When I ran, mm-hmm. I've only ran high like a few times, but when I did, I just like <laughs> lost myself in like the time that I was running for. Like, I remember I went out and it was like perfectly bright out. And then like by the time I got home, the sun was practically down. And I, I listened to my, my running playlist, which is called Run to the Sun. And I, and I just literally did that. Like, I ran until the sun was down, and I didn't even realize it until it was dark. And that's what made me realize that I was done is because the sun went down. But then runner's high, I think, is where you hit a certain level, and, like, your endorphins kick in. So you kind of just, like, you level out, and you just completely forget about any pain or, like, like soreness that you have. And it just – I don't know if it goes away or if you just forget about it, but you're running, and you might have – shin splints or your lower back hurts or you're like out of breath and then it kind of just fades away like it doesn't it's not even just like one second it's gone like it, it literally just like you before you know it you like are fine until you think about it again mm-hmm. yeah do you think you could get runners high in other avenues of cardio let's say biking oh, definitely. or jump rope definitely biking i don't know about jump rope i don't know jump rope is exhausting i know you you jump rope and I've I've done my fair share of jump roping. I definitely got really into it over quarantine when it started just to get some cardio in. And but biking for sure. I think it's wherever you're moving. Like actually, like I bet it would happen with swimming yeah. too. Like or mm-hmm. I guess if there is another form of cardio other than running, swimming, and biking, like where you're actually moving. Bro, let's just can we take a second to talk about how hard swimming is? Holy like, shit, Ellie, do you ever swim? No, I, I hate swimming, Don't. no. I will not, no. Don't. It's 
exhausting. Jesse, do you you should you should describe what your what your swimming history was yes. in your backyard. Okay. So <clears throat> when I was a little youngin, let's say six, seven years old or whatever, I did like swimming lessons. You know, my mom threw me in some pool at like the YMCA or some shit. And I learned how to quote unquote swim. However, I've had no, like a you pool. You learned how my... to tread. <laughs> exactly. But I've had like a pool in my backyard for like most of my life. But it's like a four foot pool. So once I was above four feet, I don't really do much swimming anymore. I'll just, just kind of like stand and then coast and stand. So I was like, all right, I'm going to do a half Ironman. You know, I've already gone like the 10K. I've done a lot of running before. I could bike really, really far. I just got to practice swimming now. And so I like hopped in my pool. I did like four laps around what is it. The, tell them the length of your, of your pool. Um. Oh my gosh. I think it would be. No think, way it's more than like 20 feet. Well, because I do a lap. So I think it's like 40 to 60 feet if you're doing like a lap around it. Wait, are you are you swimming in circles or back? And yeah, forth? I was sleeping. I was swimming in circles. You were swimming in your circle. Pool <laughs> yeah, so I was getting doing dizzy circles. at the same time too. Because I think to why do why wouldn't the you full... just go end to end? Because then I have to like turn around. I don't want to be turning around the whole time. Oh right? my god. Um. Anyway, so I think I'd have to do like forty to sixty laps around my pool for it to equate for the half marathon. And I did like four laps and I was toasted. I couldn't do any more. Yeah. And I had these goggles I kept on like filling up and like I'm like coughing. <laughs> it it was a mess. It's so hard to swim, but I'm okay. dedicated to get better. Can I give happen. my quick my past experience with swimming? Please do. It, it was so embarrassing, but I got a lot out of it. I was like just like in the mood to swim. It was like the dead of winter was probably about to hit in Wisconsin, and I was like, I want to swim. I miss summer. I miss the water. I love swimming, but you know, swimming and like being in a pool and swimming versus like being on a beach are completely different. I I go to the school pool, which is like an Olympic sized pool, and um. I go without goggles and I'm wearing my like douchey like Patagonia swim trunks <laughs> and there's these two girls that are like working the, the pool area and I have to like sign in and whatnot. I go to my lane and I hop in and I'm just like, all right, what do I do now? And I just start swimming and like <laughs> I was so dead after just one lap. I didn't have goggles either. So I'm like borderline like blind when I'm underwater and I just, like, was breathing insanely heavy whenever I was done with each lap. I would have to stop each time. I would get to the end. I would get to one end. Hold on. Catch my breath. I'm like, shit, this is so much harder than I remember. <laughs> what am I doing? I'm fat as hell. And then I would go and finish that lap. And then I would sit there for another, like, five minutes. And this whole time, these two college girls are just, like, staring at me, like, dying. Like, borderline, like, about to drown. They probably thought I was going to drown. <laughs> and so I just, I do, like, two more laps. Same routine. Just you know, barely holding on. I have not gone back since. I really want to, but mm -hmm. I don't have the courage to show my face there. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, at my school uh, at SCAD, we have a, like an outdoor pool. It's super nice. They got like palm trees around it and stuff, oh, but nobody's ever out there. I mean, as there when COVID started happening. So like, obviously it was cold before that. So oh. um, there wasn't like much time. There's like one day where there's a pool party there and there's like 200 people at the pool um and then Dang. after that it was literally no one all the time so i went there one day i was wearing these weird ass flip-flops hate wearing flip-flops um but i'm like the whitest person you could ever imagine so i'm like going to the pool <laughs> and just walking in there 
and there's like four people like sitting around tanning nobody's in the pool and that's just like the weirdest thing like there's just people watching me swim back and forth yeah i don't know i hate that no i didn't like so. that in the apartments we were looking at when it was like a pool in the center and then it's surrounded by like yeah. like windows like everyone can look down at whoever's in there that's why we're yeah. only looking at rooftop pools right hell yeah man <laughs> hell yeah so yeah so ellie no do you have any experience it. swimming no, I was going to say, so my experience with swimming, I mean, I remember when I was young, like, my parents put us in swimming classes, but this is, like, my senior year of high school, I decided I wanted to be a lifeguard, um, and I don't... <laughs> a career yeah, choice. I was just, yeah, well, <laughs> I was just like, okay, well, my dad's working at the Mundelein Park District, and I was like, okay, like, I can get an easy job, like, it'll be fun, you know, I'll be out, like sunbathing all day like I mean maybe I can yeah. stick my feet in the pool like I don't know like I didn't know yeah. I was expecting well I showed up to like the first day nice. of training yeah. yeah it does well I showed up to the first day of training and like they're already doing like hardcore training like it was like a like 40 degree day and they wanted us to get into the pool like this is like end of April it's like still 40 degrees and I was just like oh. like you're you really are like making us get into the pool like I mean I guess I signed up for that right but I wasn't expecting it yeah and then um so one of like, like yeah this is what we're paying you for <laughs> <laughs> yeah so one of um the things that we did was like yeah we went like back and forth across the pool of course I'm dying so my feet are like touching the ground like I think I'm like thinking oh yeah I can like walk walk this but they're like no like you you can't put your feet on the ground so they're kind of like yelling at me so I'm like going back and forth exhausting <laughs> Then the second thing that they do... Who is do, this girl? <laughs> I don't know what I was in for. The second thing that they do is, like, they drop a huge-ass brick, like, at the bottom of a 12-foot pool, and they want you to go pick it up. So there's, like, 10 people in the class, right? And I'm thinking, like, shit, like, I should have trained for this. Like, I don't know. I was like, I've never done that before. Like, yeah, like, you know, you know, like, you're, you would throw, like, the little, like boys you yeah. go into the pool and you go the, get them but yeah that was like a, a six foot pool so yeah no i never really who did we talk to i talked to someone recently where they told us like in it was either like navy seal training or something like that where you had to swim to the bottom of a pool and get a brick yeah or it was like a cinder block yeah I was... but that's so oh my, you you thought they were gonna like show you where like the sunscreen is that day <laughs> and like like in case there's like a fire you just yeah. like, you know exactly jump in the pool maybe yeah like, <laughs> so basically like but no they're like no get a break no. at the bottom of this pool exactly yeah and so i'm there and like everybody goes like everybody goes except me or no there's this one girl who like can't do it either but then eventually she gets it so i'm like the last person everyone's <laughs> staring at me to get it and so i oh, keep no. going down like i've i kept going down like i probably went down like a matter of like 10 times like there's water in my ears like i can set like my ears are hurting and they're just like you know what like we're done for the day like don't worry about it we'll get them tomorrow so then we started like our cpr wait cpr training yeah yeah see yeah. i shouldn't be a lifeguard I I don't <laughs> um yeah so we started that and i like got in the car and i was like i can't do this like so the next next day i like i emailed them i was like sorry i, I can't do this like i had an ear infection not the next for me day. nope not for me but well, at least, at least, at least you went in there or you told them like, Hey, this just isn't for me. Instead of yeah. like kept going and like maybe someone died on your watch. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah, there was, um, Weird. it was embarrassing. Uh, over the summer I went 
I went to Miami to visit like some friends. And so me and my uh, friend Peter were staying at my friend's house. And then we went to the Keys one day. Uh, and uh, they were like taking us out on their boat. And when we're on the boat, they were asking, you guys, you guys could all swim, right? Like, you guys could swim? And we're like, sure. Like, if I fall off the boat, I could like swim back to the boat. Like, that's <laughs> fine. Um, and so we went to this place called Alligator Reef. And once we got there, uh, they're like, yeah, you could jump off, you could swim, blah, blah, blah. And there's like a huge lighthouse, like a quarter mile away, I believe. Like it, it was a decent, dececent ways away. Quarter mile and, in swimming is so far. Yeah. How and how slow you swim. <laughs> like it's so, you're barely moving. And there's, and if there's tide, you're moving backwards sometimes. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. fuck. And so they're like, yeah, yeah, uh, you guys should all like swim to it, blah, blah, blah. And uh, they asked if, us, if, we, if we could swim. And I said, yeah. So I was like, oh, gosh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I could swim. I, I could do this. And they're like, do you guys want noodles? And I was like, yes, yes, yes. And so they threw a noodle over. Um, and then me and Peter went all the way there. But if I didn't have a noodle, I would have died that day. Like, yeah, there like, was actually, no you think so? There's no way I could have gone all the way over there and then all the way back. Like it's a so. Far why did you? Distance. Why did you have to swim there though? Um, I think the boats. Like, there's an area in the middle, right? And that's where the life, uh, the lighthouse is. And then there's a ring of boats on the outside. And I don't think you could go far enough in. Otherwise, oh. the waves are gonna go up and down, oh, okay. and then boats are gonna hit the floor. So there's like an area that the boats can go within. And okay, so, but that that is a section where you're supposed to either like canoe to that spot. Like they have like you know like dinghies, dinghies or canoes. Mm-hmm. That's that's where you canoe or dinghy to your destination. Not just you know jump in and hope you make it. <laughs> like swimming, like <laughs> like that's. I bet it was even further than a quarter of a mile. Like it might have. Like I I don't know. I can't really imagine it, but I yeah. bet it was far as shit. And I also probably would have died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like people say, you could just like float in water. Every human body is naturally buoyant. Dude, yeah, I, don't I get call that. bullshit on that. There's some people, yeah. My they grandpa just, does like, it. They could be breathing in. They could be fully exhaled, and they'll be just coasting at the top. I don't. My get legs it. fall like bricks, dude. Yeah. I don't have like any fat on my legs. They just fall. When I would go to the beach with my grandparents, like, I'm sure my grandpa could still do it to this day. He's a freaking. He's like 70, and he can still like run like four miles, like it's nobody's business. And he's like mm-hmm. still at the gym every day. We would go to the beach, and he would just like swim out a quarter mile, and then just float, like. And just look up at the sky for, like, 20 minutes. And me and mm-hmm. my mom and, like, brother would be out on the beach and we'd be like, where's Grandpa? And he'd be like, <laughs> you look out, you look out on the shore, or past the shoreline, and he's, like, just floating there. Like, like it's nobody's business. Like, God forbid, like, an actual shark came. Like, that's the least of our worries. But, like, yeah. what if he just got, like, taken away by the tide? He doesn't give a shit. He just starts floating. It's, and he saved my grandma from multiple times that she got caught in the wake and could not get back in. He would swim out, grab her, and bring her back in. He's literally Superman, I swear to God. Now that's a lifeguard. <laughs> yeah, now that's a lifeguard, whatever. Ellie. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> um, I think uh, something I wanted to for us to talk about was, so you also were a transfer student. We've talked about being a transfer student before on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of explain your process of transferring from CLC to U of I, and then also what you are currently studying and what you enjoy about your field of study yeah so honestly i feel like 
my process at CLC was like really smooth. Um, I think I remember getting into CLC and I had like the best counselor. And then um, I think you only had her for like a semester or like right when you got there after high school. So I like did the research and found another counselor who um, I think she specialized in transfers heading to University of Illinois. So I found her and I would meet with her and um, I really had the best experience with that. So she basically, I, I mean, going into CLC, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Like, I didn't know what classes I needed to take. So I was kind of just like, tell me what to take. Um, so I just kind of like took some gen eds. But once I got down to it, I took this career exploration class and found out like, kind of a bit more on what I wanted to do. Like I'm, I'm have always been pretty creative. So um, I think that was kind of like the career path that I wanted to go down. I just didn't know like how to apply that. So um, I picked graphic design and advertising. And after that, yeah, I started taking art classes, just doing my gen eds um, to transfer to U of I. Um, U of I was actually like my, I think U of I was really the only school that I ever wanted to go to. Um, so it was like a really easy decision. Um, and they had both the majors. So just heading into that, it was like a pretty smooth transition. And then um, once I got to U of I, like, I know people always say like meeting people is hard for transfers, but I actually was in the dorms last year when I transferred and I met a lot of people um, through the, there's like a transfer hall and there's like a couple dorms with like oh, trans nice. transfer floors. Yeah. So everyone there was like a transfer student and like even my roommates are both transfer students. So that's how we met. And um, yeah, ever since then, it's like, it's really been a smooth transition, but since I am double majoring, it will take me a year longer than it would have. Um, but I don't, I think maybe if I like came to U of I right off the bat, like that wouldn't have happened. But I think, you know, I, I don't know. I still think like CLC was the right decision. Like I loved going. Um, Jesse dragged me into a lot of things um, and would always ask me and I'd always <laughs> yeah, say no. And then, and that I would end up being there. So I think like, to be honest, yeah, I always credit Jesse with uh, dragging me into things and getting me more involved. And I think that kind of, um, I guess, stuck with me here as well. So, yeah, I mean, people say that being a transfer is hard. I mean, you really just have to get involved and you really have to know. I mean, you kind of have to do your research and know, like, who you're talking to and the questions that you should ask ahead of time. But for me, the process was pretty smooth. Yeah, I know. I know Jesse was super involved at CLC, and I'm sure is at SCAD yeah. too. I don't know as much about your your involvement there, but I know you were so involved at CLC. But that's really awesome that U of I and CLC were super accommodating for transfers. And I feel mm -hmm. like the living in the dorms thing is something you both did. That was a huge uh, change in how you met people and how you socialized right. at your new school or institution. I unfortunately i kind of wish i did go look at dorms and not only that i think i should have looked at u of i because i oh, yeah. have heard well, so many good things about it but for some reason i did not and i like looked like with uh some other friends that go there now or that have already graduated and they said they had a great time and that everyone was so mm -hmm. nice there and it was a good time the whole four years they were there however long they were there but it seems like an awesome school and um yeah i think living in the dorms was a great choice for both of you because it definitely is um you're more forced to socialize with others that you would, would never meet if you lived alone or in an apartment somewhere else 
Yeah. When when yeah, I was at SCAD, it was it'd be like a month into me living there, and I'd just be like on my computer, like doing homework or playing League or something, and I just hear people like in my like living room of our dorm just like singing Disney songs. <laughs> I'd go out there, there'd be like seven people and like harmonizing. My roommate Gage would be on the piano, and everybody's like jamming out. And yeah, it, that's it an art school. Art school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so cute. But it's fun. Yeah, that's, that's fun. awesome. I think that you know, being in a floor of like all transfer students, I think we're all really scared, and we we're all going yeah. through the same thing. So we all just wanted to get to know people. Like that made it um, ten times easier just having other people that knew what you're going through and just. Yeah, I don't know, it just made it way easier, because everyone just wanted to talk and get to know other people, like, people would leave their door open, or we would, like, go around knocking on people's doors and being like, hey, where are you from, or what's your name, <laughs> so, I don't know, it was cool. Yeah, was you were nice. all on the same page. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, Allie, you had an interview lately for an internship, correct? Yeah, I did, at Uline. You want to tell us about that? Uh, yeah, so I... For have... Uline? For Uline, yeah. Oh, my, my roommate worked at... I, I, he was probably in, like, the warehouse or something. He worked at Uline, not last summer, the summer before. And it's huge in Wisconsin. I know a ton of people that have worked or still work for Uline. Yeah, I think they started... I don't know if it was Illinois or Wisconsin where they're... But their headquarters are in um, Pleasant Prairie, Wisconsin. So right next to Kenosha. Yeah, it's right outside Kenosha. Yeah, that's where my roommate's Yeah. Friend. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I saw this uh, job offer or the internship on LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Oh, yeah. So uh, I applied and I remember corporate isn't something that I completely want to go into, but um, I think any experience is good experience. So I kind of checked it out, applied and I heard back from them. So I had a one of uh, I had a first round interview. And I believe before that interview, they had you do, like, three different types of tests. They're, they're very test-heavy, but um, yeah. so I did a few tests and then had the interview, went well. So I did the second one, and I came home. So, yeah, I drove in a snowstorm for that interview. But um, Oh, you drove to Pleasant Prairie for it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Was it I virtual? Mean, no, no, no. And so... Um, I think there, I got there, I completed like two more tests, and um, then I had the interview with three different women, and there's like three different um, design teams you could be on. Yeah, sorry, clarifying, this is a design internship, but, um, so, got the position, and I'm um, doing the packaging and private label um, design design section, and um, so basically what happened was, this is, this is the funny part kind of, or stressful part, but, um, they wanted, they reached out to me, I think, a week or two ago, and they wanted me to do a drug test, and, you know, like, look at me, I'm, I look like an angel, like, you would think I don't do drugs, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding, um, but, Most people so, that perceive themselves as angels, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'm an art student, yeah, whatever, so anyways, um, I, I don't know what you guys, like, have talked about on this podcast as far as, like, drugs, marijuana. I don't know. You're allowed to talk about about it fully. Okay, great. Yeah. Well, (laughs) I started smoking, like, last year. I don't do it a lot. (laughs) I feel like I'm trying to, like, help my case. You smoke weed. It's not like you're... 
You don't do okay. drugs. You smoke weed. No, I know. And the only thing is this freaking drug test makes me feel like I'm some kind of, like, delinquent. Because they were yeah. like, yeah, do this drug <laughs> test within a week. And I was like, shit. Like, okay, if it's, like, a urine test, like, I'll be fine. But no, it's a hair test. And the, no it lasts way. in your hair for, like, 90 days. I don't know. But, yeah, so yeah. I was like, shit, I might as well, like, get it over with. What happened, they reached out to me in the night before I was, like, smoking because I just wanted to get to bed. Because I go to the gym in the morning and I just wanted to get to bed. Yeah. And then before that, like, I took edibles and yeah, I don't, whatever. No, but yeah, whatever. I, I totally know what you mean. And, yeah, so I just, like, went, um, I emailed her and I was like, oh, I don't think I can, like, get down like within the time frame well I said yeah I can get down within the time frame or whatever and she's like oh great. well no that's okay like I'll find something in champagne and so oh, I was no. like well I can't I was like I can't like say oh no like don't worry like I won't I mean I can come like to Wisconsin yeah. whatever like I couldn't say that because then what does that look suspicious or something I don't know so I went yeah, to yeah. the next day literally next day I went to the went to champagne they cut out a bunch of my hair and the rest is history they have not gotten back to me that was like two three weeks ago so i think i'm in the clear so i'm hoping i'm in the clear i have two things to say so first off it's because it's wisconsin fuck wisconsin they are so mm -hmm. anti-weed and if it was an illinois job they wouldn't even they yeah. wouldn't the only way that you get drug tested for illinois job is if you're like like heavy machinery if you're operating heavy machinery or something like that i'm pretty sure right and the other thing is they might like, I literally, I had kind of a similar situation when I worked at the Lexus dealership at Arlington Heights. I had to get drug tested because I'm just driving cars that are, like, thousands of dollars. And I, like, 100% did not pass it. But they still, like, hired me. I, I was actually working a week in, and then they are like, oh, yeah, you have to do a drug test. And then I was like, okay, I'm super weird. I've already been working, but okay. And I think that they literally look for everything but weed. So, like, they might they might see a positive test for weed and then as long as you test a negative for crack and meth you're good like that's just a personal <laughs> yeah. thing that i actually have heard of happening um because mm -hmm. there's a ton of states that are super lenient with like marijuana laws um but not a lot of states are lenient with crystal meth laws so <laughs> yeah as long well, as you didn't do meth. so they never gave you they never gave you your test result did they ever say or talk about it with you Nope, literally, no, they... Okay. Oh, There's hope for me. Okay. I hope. I'm starting to for... I'm starting... I'm kind of forgetting. I either got a call <laughs> from, like, the center that I went and got tested at, and they were like, by the way, you tested negative, or nothing ever happened. The, the actual job, like, my place of employment, employment, never actually said anything to me about it. Mm -hmm. They just were mm -hmm. like, yeah, like, you keep working. Like, that was it. Yeah, I think So you might get a call lenient. from the center. Well, no, but it's been three weeks. I think they told me that they would have it done, like, within the day, and they still never yeah, got no, back Yeah, no, it definitely so, it doesn't take more than a day to process the drug test. You know, if if I got someone's test and it was positive, like, for marijuana, I don't think I would tell them either, so. <laughs> well, I don't have know, you tried but, calling the center? And not the job. Tried calling the center, maybe? I don't want to find out. No, you should. You should call. I'm sure it's say, like positive. <laughs> it is your drug test. You should be allowed to call and say and say like, "Hey, like I took this drug test. Can you tell me the results?" I guarantee you, they're obligated to tell you it's your drug test. Well, like, what would yeah. that change? You know, like, I don't know. Plus, Wait, it's so you're been saying like you smoked weeks. the day before? 
<laughs> yes, yes, I did. But also, I think oh, it okay. takes time for it to get in your hair. But I took edibles like the week before, and I still like smoked like the past like couple months, but not as yeah, much. I don't know enough. So I don't I'm know if that if that means there's. Up or anything. <laughs> I don't know, but you know what I, I did to make I the situation like they, worse. They would have told you by now. Yeah, I know exactly. So I hope I'm in the clear. But unless they send me you like some official letter saying like we we take away your internship or something like i'm waiting for something yeah they're but, like we um... revoke and ban you from the company <laughs> well, okay you know what i did to make the situation worse and my anxiety worse i literally looked up like uline drug tests marijuana blah 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 and then there's some literally Reddit like user has done this no there's literally articles about the ceo like talking about how like marijuana is so bad like she can't imagine why marijuana is being legalized she's like it lasts in your system like for years i don't know what she was saying she was like saying stuff some, really some wisconsin stuff bitch. yeah yeah well the company is so conservative they're so <laughs> yeah, conservative they are. they are they're one of like trump's biggest like supporters and i don't know i don't know well, so i a another... part of me was like if I don't get the job, then I wouldn't be, like, completely disappointed because, like, I mean, being conservative is one thing, but I feel like being tr a Trump supporter is, like, a whole other thing. I mean, Oh, yeah. Well, I, I don't – we try not to get political on here, but just know that I'm 100% on the same page. I don't have a problem with conservatives. I have yeah. a problem with yeah. Trump supporters. Not just Trump supporters, yeah. but, like, the diehard Trump supporters. Yeah, yeah. the capitalists. Yeah. So, the people who are that's dumb. stormy. But, yeah, I don't know. Those capitalists so we'll are capping. Allie, on the um, subject of you being an absolute delinquent. Um, <laughs> you, you know, breaking so, laws. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your family, or your mom more specifically, I believe, um, tracks you. I feel I know a lot of people who are in this situation. But Allie, you're 22, right? Mm -hmm. do, do you care to tell us about the phone tracking? Yeah, so I think when I was in high school, my parents made us download this app called Life360. And yeah, it just tracks us. Like we're on like this family page. You can see everyone's location. And it's, I mean, it's kind of like find my friends, but you can like do more things. Like you can see whether, you can see how fast they're going when they're driving um, you can see, like, if you wanted, you could, like, buy the premium or whatever and see, are they, like, looking at their phone when they're driving? Um, there's, oh like, God. a bunch of different things that go, uh, yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah, basically, like, I, I have to tell my parents the truth about everything, which, okay, I'm not saying lie to your parents, but, well, yeah, no, I mean, bad. but it's just, like, um, yeah, I mean, I have no privacy, like, but even if I leave the house anyway, they're like, where are you going? Who are you with? What are you doing? Like, so, I mean, that's just how my parents are. That's how I grew up. Like, that's just how it is. But, yeah, I'm 22, still have the app, living under their roof sometimes. And, yeah, they so You're in Champion location. right now, though, right? Yeah, I am. Otherwise, um, I wouldn't be talking this loud. <laughs> so, so, few questions. I've heard that the app, like, can't they also, if they wanted to, like, look at, like, your text, your calls, and everything else? Oh, God, I would hope not. No, I don't think so. <laughs> okay, then maybe they just, either they don't have it enabled or that's not a thing. Because, yeah, that would suck. I that's don't think a it's a thing on that app. Yeah, I don't think it's okay. a thing on that app. But, yeah, I think at this age they they say they let me have more privacy. Like, I don't oh. think that they would do that right now. But, yeah. So, no, my 
My dad was like really a police officer, though? so. Is it what? Is it really just for location, though? Because I like my mom has my location just because, like, mm. I, in case I go missing. <laughs> well, my parents like check it re religiously, and then they have like notifications, like, "Oh, Allie arrived at home. Allie arrived uh... at." I mean, they have my address here. And my mom, like, typed it in wrong, and she says, I'm living at Presby Hall, which is, like, a dorm, I think, down the, the street, which is kind of funny. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, it just gives them notifications and updates, and, yeah, I'm kind of looking at it right now, but, yeah, it says, like, top speed, like, total drives. Uh, there's so many different weird things that they can wow. do in here. I mean, yeah, it, so it is what it is. What is the age that you reach that they do not have that on your phone? Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. No, you know that's a very good question. I think <laughs> you probably don't even like know. when I I'm waiting for the day. I literally like stalled like getting this app when I was in high school. Like everyone had it but me, and then I think it was like my junior year, and they're like, "Get it! Like you can't have the phone then if you're gonna, you're not gonna have it downloaded." So. Then I had to download it. But um, I think, yeah, probably when I'm out of the house, like, I no longer depend on them. Like, I mean, mm -hmm. I have my own apartment. Yeah, I pay for my own apartment, like, everything like that. But, no, I, like, I think com completely when I'm, like, independent, completely. Mm. That's what I think. Now, Ellie, you have sisters, correct? Mm -hmm. Are all of them on the app? Yes, they are. Do you, are they, you have one older, right? Or are they both younger? Um, I have two older that are twins and one younger, yeah. And both of them are still on the app? Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. Are they, like, moved on? Are they, like, in college still? Like, did they move out? No, everyone's living at home except me. So, it's all hey, five hey, of them congrats. there, but, okay. yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't think they mind it as much as me, but I feel like, my dad is like, it's more my dad, I think, that's constantly looking at it, too, and just being like, oh, I saw you were here. What were you doing? Oh, just wow. <clears throat> drives me crazy. Yeah. But he was, okay, so he was a police officer. He's, I think he's, like, pretty oh. protective, and um, I think that's, like, one of the reasons they got it, but yeah. I Another yeah. thing, I wasn't allowed to have sleepovers until I was 18, which is basically an adult, and this, I didn't even think about this. I didn't think about this when I was growing up, like, as to why they wouldn't let me have a sleepover. But sometimes people will, like, sleep over and they'll say, oh, yeah, I'm going to my friend, like, Kathy's house. And they're actually going to their boyfriend's house, you know? Oh, yeah, like, I did this shit all the time. <laughs> I didn't know that. Like, I didn't know that that you were was like, why? You were like, like, I'm not going to lie to my parents. You were actually just a great kid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my well, God. Well, that's what I thought. Yeah, so... I didn't even know that was what people did, but they knew that, oh, yeah. and that's why I was not allowed to have a sleepover. Oh, yeah. I would I would go and tell my mom I was staying at a friend's house, um, and then I would sneak into a public pool and, <laughs> like, do stupid shit. But, like, you know, mom never knew. Actually, she found out one time, because I left the uh, the window open that I snuck out of. Um, she, she was like, she was like I, was, I went to your room. And it was like 30 degrees in there because you left the window open and you weren't in there. And I was like, yeah, I went, I went out. Sorry. Yeah. Did she, was this like a phone call or did she tell you? No, like, like I got day? back and she was waiting for me and she was like, she, she didn't even like, oh, she, that's, okay. it's not so much. My mom wasn't like worried about like me, like 
she didn't like she trusted me she was just like where the hell are you going at midnight or like 1 a.m and i'm like i went to a party or whatever there was like some friends down the street and like i I get back and she's like waiting there in the kitchen table with me like in her robe drinking some tea and i'm like fuck she's like worried about me (laughs) and i'm just like like coming in that house like a bad kid i was probably like hired a little drunk or something like that and she's just like what are you doing and i'm like what are you doing? And she's, like, just trying to figure out, like, what I did that night. And sh- she finally just, like, would, like, up front and ask me. And I would always tell her. I never would be, like, oh, like, I just, like, yes. went for a walk. Or, like, I went to, like, like Griffin's down the street. She, I would always tell her what I did. And she was, like, she was glad I was yeah. being honest. But, like, obviously I'm not going to be, like, hey, mom, I'm going out. It's, like, it's like I'm, like, 16. I'm, like, hey, mom, I'm going to a party. Like, I, you can't do that. But you just have to, like, you, you get caught. And then you go with it. I was never worried. Mm-hmm. Did you ever get, did you ever get like grounded no. for these actions so, of yours? I think I mentioned in the last episode that my brother was, you know, terrible reputation with teachers in my high school and like whatever else that we talked about before. Um, he laid down some real nice stepping stones for me. <laughs> like the bar was super low as to like what rules I was allowed to break. I never got grounded because he got grounded for everything that I could have done and then some. I never got my phone taken away because he did for everything that I could have done and then some. So everything that I did, I was like, like, you know, angel. Nothing. I couldn't do anything wrong because he already did everything wrong. And he he, he turned out great. Yeah. Like, like, it's not like he's like a fucking hobo now. Like, he's great. And, and he's like alive and I'm alive and we both broke some rules along the way and nothing, nothing went terribly wrong. But like, I definitely had it easier. Like, he got caught for something i would get caught for the same thing but he would get 10 times the punishment because he just was younger so like he whatever rules Mm -hmm. he broke it was the first time my parents got softened up to anything that i could have done wrong down the road and i know that that was that was another thing that uh happened with like wesley like wesley's parents were over always like super mad about something tyler did but then wesley would do it's perfectly fine (laughs) yeah i feel like that's such a great thing about having like an older sibling like will dropped out of um like harper so like as long as i'm getting like season community <laughs> college my yeah. parents are happy like my parents would or will would be like drinking and having like underage friends over and they're all like yeah. drinking in the basement so like my parents just wanted me to drink they wanted me to like have a good time i'd be playing like league in my room they'd they're have like, like a six pack of beer and be like jess you want something <laughs> <laughs> for real that's how it is Oh my god! Yeah, but so. uh, no, that's that's so weird. How like um, everyone's got different steps with their sip. Like I always remember, my mommy remembers. Like mm-hmm. I wanted a little sister. Like I know that I would have been a great older brother to a little sister. I know I want to have girls, but like down the road, I realized I was like it would suck to have been the first child because like whatever you do wrong is like catastrophic compared to like if yeah. someone else made those mistakes before you. <laughs> But same thing with the yep. college stuff. Yeah. I feel like it's so different for me because um, I have two older twin sisters. They're about a year older. And then it's me. And then it's, like, my youngest. And she's about two, three years younger. I think that I'm the one. Like, I'm the, I'm the I'm the bad one. Like, I'm the rebel. Oh, really? <laughs> you probably can't even tell I have a life 360. Well, that's what I I'm the rebel, I don't yeah. really know. Well, okay. But I was, like... <laughs> So basically, like, I was at CLC and I'd be out with, like, my friends. Like, I'd be out until, like, Jesse, I would just be at your house until, like, 2 or 3 in the morning. And then I'd get home at, like, 4 or whatever. 
My parents were like, you can't keep doing this. Like, what are you doing? Like, Who is you this Jesse guy? <laughs> yeah, they were, they were just, and I would, like, have to drive, like, some of our other friends home, which would make it, like, way longer of a trip. Yeah, so, I don't know. I think they were always getting mad at me or, like, taking away my, taking away my privileges, which would be, like, my car. Oh. Or, yeah, something like that, yeah. We definitely but, met at one of those, those rock think. band nights at Jesse's, I remember. Were you there any of those rock band mm-hmm. nights? Yeah, I think I Definitely. I think I remember you being there, but I don't think that we I really met you. Here. No, yeah, I don't I I meet so many of Jesse's friends. They I'm sorry, they all blend in. Like <laughs> whenever well, I go to Jesse's memorable? No, you everyone's memorable cuz it's <laughs> Jesse's friends. And if someone's a friend of Jesse, they're a friend of mine. But there's just so <laughs> many and he also name drops people to me like it's like nobody's business like if it's people from yeah. clc or people from scad i'm like peter from china or peter from clc like i don't know i never know who anyone is that he's talking about so i always have to ask him like who is this person yeah mm. that's funny how you do that <laughs> he's got so many stories all right, I think that's all we've got for this episode. Um, thanks so much for coming on, Allie. We had a great time. Um, was there anything you wanted to plug or shout out? Yeah, um, you can follow me on Instagram at Allie underscore Nitty. Or I also have a design portfolio if you want to check that out. Um, I believe it's a Nitty at myportfolio.com. All right. Thanks, guys, for having Heck me yeah. on. Of course, it's an absolute pleasure. Uh, make sure that if you haven't already, check out our Instagram page at JSide Podcast. Um, make sure to check out our Twitter at JSide Podcast. And if you have any questions or inquiries, make sure to send it over to JSidePodcast at gmail.com. See you guys next week. Bye.